Hey Toy Family, welcome to Season 5 of the Marsham Toy Hour, where we try to talk everything designer toys. I'm Gary Ham. I'm Teresa Hawkins. I'm George Gaspar. That wasn't my normal intro, was it? I felt like that no, was different. Where we talk anything and everything designer toys. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been two months since we've talked. Let's say wow. it's been so long, you don't even remember how we do this. <laughs> no. How are you guys? I'm honestly, for our listeners, we have not talked to each other, an occasional text or whatever, saying a happy, Merry Christmas, but we haven't actually talked for almost exactly two months. A much-needed break. <laughs> we all recharged, ready to go? Yeah. yeah. Let's do this. I, You know, it's weird. I feel, I feel good. I'm happy to talk, but I, I don't know. I feel a little out of tune. I, the scene. I feel the same way. Been busy. Busy, and I've just enjoyed the break. I don't know about you guys, but for three and a half, four years now, we've been doing, this has really felt like a part-time job on top of every family life and, and day job. So to do this sort of podcast, you need to stay on top of everything that's going on in the social media world, on toy blogs, and then you're looking for everything to, how can I spin that into a discussion, or how can I... You know, it's just it was a lot of work to try to do the show. And so for two months now, I've just tuned out. I've got my screen time on my phone down to less than an hour a day. I might look at social media for five, ten minutes a day. The rest of the time is like email or words with friends or whatever. So it's been nice just having that break and just turning the brain off for a while. And I think that's what I'm going to do for this for the season. I'm going to be a lot more casual with it. I'm not, uh, I don't plan on diving into it as hardcore as I did before. And we'll, um discuss what we have seen fly by the seat of our pants that's right yeah we're all gonna be a bunch of georgias <laughs> we'll see how that works because i'm my i you know surprisingly i think when we were kind of throwing together a few notes here and there i was like oh we got enough to talk about we can do this but it's weird because yeah normally i feel like i'd prep and prep and prep and that ain't happening right now work's got me busy 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 well, I think it's good. I think we should try and shoot for the Marsham Toy Hour, and that way we don't have to have prep. If you prep too much, we have to talk for two hours. So let's just half prep. We'll talk for an hour, and then we'll get off this thing and let people get back to their lives. Sounds good. Since we don't know now a lot that- about what's going on in the toy world, should we just talk about the Netflix Circle? Do you want to talk about George? Congratulations! I saw on Instagram that you are expecting a child. Uh, that is true. Should we have Jessica in the room for that conversation? Yeah, I want to tell. I mean, I know I congratulated you all on the interweb, Maybe. but I want to congratulate you all in person. It was funny. My brother actually, he knew that I wasn't like checking social media as nearly as much. He's like, Gary, you should probably go and check George's Instagram account right now and actually comment. I was like, okay, and I go on. I'm like, oh my god! All right, Jessica's here. Hi. Hi, Jess. Congrats, Jess. Oh, hi. What happened? <laughs> she said congrats oh uh, thank you <laughs> there's a new baby on the way there's a new baby on the way i don't know what's happening he's just sticking the microphone in my face <laughs> <laughs> well tell us tell us the deets when is the new day and we got pregnant <laughs> <laughs> and that's the birds and the bees <laughs> we did <laughs> uh yeah we took it you know it was planned it was not a surprise or anything um yeah, so we're yeah. we're due later this year, and we'll see how it we'll see. How we're it due is. July four. Wow! Yeah, we're excited. Uh, we found out after we adopted another kitten. 
the same day we adopted an eight-week-old kitten. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> How many cats do you have now? Two? We have two, yeah. Okay. So we adopted another one to um, to keep the other one busy, like have a pal. And I was like, I think, I don't know. And then it turned out like that same day I, we found out I was pregnant. And I was like... What the fuck are we gonna do with two kittens now? <laughs> Suggestion: Do not go into having a second kid with that same logic because it is not the same as two kittens at all. Well, he's gonna have two cats to play with, so well, maybe that'll be enough. Okay. <laughs> and George, you probably have about a year before you need to start packing up all your toys and getting them about, you know, out of his reach and everything. Uh, well, luckily, my my main display of toys is I plexiglassed the case. Like the front of the case, so that the cats can't get to it, and dust doesn't get in. So it's all pretty well locked up. <laughs> okay. Everything is, Terry, it's out. Terry, I don't care. Really does not trust. No, it's because I've been there. Like the kids gonna want in that case at some point. All that beautiful toydom and rainbows of colors, or in George's case, all that flesh-colored toys. He's gonna want to touch them all. But congrats, I mean, that's, that's exciting. Uh, that's what toys are for, though, so it's totally fine. Exactly. That's how I felt, too. It's a little boy. I guess we should say it's a boy. Oh, yeah, it's a boy. Yay! A real mm. little George. Yeah, it's exciting. It's an exciting time. Very cool. I'm very excited for you all. All right, but let's get on to toy talk. Come on, this is not baby talk. He's my little toy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I really want to meet Georgie Jr. at Decon. How, will, uh, do we only we'll have, <laughs> Does this mean we only have George for the next? Well, we're already in February. In the next four months, we have you for, for four more months, George, and then you're well, going to be. Still, still podcast. You, well, for the first few months, yeah. We'll see how sleep deprived you are. Yeah, let's just see. Let's play by ear. I'm, yeah. even, I'm even more fun when I'm sleep deprived. That's when the <laughs> that's when my New York accent starts coming back. Nice. <laughs> Okay, let's talk some toys then. Bye. Bye, Bye. Jess. Bye, Jess. All right, let's what talk. What do we want to talk about? I, I mean, we could. Well, let's talk we about, could talk about something that. Go just, ahead. You just want to do like a brief run of maybe some of the things that we missed the past two months? Is there anything that happened over the course of the past two months that maybe we should mention? Uh. Well, if we talk about like um, media outlet kind of stuff, I know Clutter started up their own uh, video series. Clutter Talks. Uh, yeah, Clutter Talks. I think they've done five episodes now. YouTube series. I really like them because they're short snippets, like 15-minute videos. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, they, they're covering anything and everything going on with Clutter. So those have been fun to follow. Uh, what else? Gary, TTC Gary. Got to be part of a little mini webisode uh, by Lad Bible where they uh, judged some custom toys. They had three artists pin against each other, spent three hours customizing a toy and picked a winner. That was and cool. Gary got to be the kids judge. Yeah, that was cool. Was that during the break? I feel like that was several months ago. No, it was only a month ago. Oh, damn. I'm saying. My time like is all now. off. I haven't even seen it yet, so that's that's cool. Like Teresa just sent me the link before we recorded, so I'll watch it after this. But that seems pretty awesome. I watched the intro and it was really well shot. Yeah, it's like a it's like a real production. It's actually really nicely done. I'd like to see more of that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, 
So we talked, if, if you remember forever ago, we were talking about that whole Shark Tank idea and the idea of starting up a show where people can bring their ideas and production companies can decide if they want to produce it. And then recently I saw someone talking about wanting a another like a custom competition. So taking what the Lad Bible concept of making it a full blown like series of episodes of customizers competing, kind of like like those tattoo shows or whatever, where all these people will do shit like, you know, will create something and over time vote it off and pick a winner. But didn't you find that there's actually going to be a legit toy show on Netflix soon, Gary? What show did you find? On Netflix? Um, the one on Amazon? Oh, is it Prime? Yeah, it's Amazon Prime. And I just saw it posted today, so I haven't actually seen the episode. And it's one episode. It's a documentary called Mastercasters. And it's basically just talking to Sucklord and other resin bootleggers about what's going on in the resin bootleg scene. And I think it was filmed several years ago, but it's available now on Amazon Prime for streaming. And I think I'm in that. Are you in that? Wait. Yeah, I so think you so. are? Uh, it's yeah. actually like a, a mini, yeah, it's like a little mini look into the to the resin scene, but it was done, like, they filmed this thing a long time ago, like, I mean, tw- 2014, 2012, somewhere in there, I think. Uh, I remember, because as Toy Break, we were in it, um, and that was back, you know, we stopped that in 2016, I think, so it was before that sometime. Yeah, I thought so. I thought I, this does sound familiar, and I thought it was actually maybe out for like the last year or two, doing like little film festivals or something like that. I think he showed it. He may have shown it at at Five Points last year or something. There was a screening, or maybe there was a there was a screening for it. I remember them doing that. Um, so it's it has been around, but it's cool that it's able to be seen now somewhere. Like besides just a screening that you get invited to, you know? Yeah. Now I'll pop it on later. It's only one episode. It's 23 minutes long, actually. Oh, wow. I didn't realize. I, I know you had sent the little screenshot. I thought it was um, like a multi-episode show kind of thing. But still, that's cool. I'll have to check it out. And uh, Urban, Urban Robot Cat, keeping the podcast world rolling. They've been, gosh, I, I, I think they're doing weekly right now. I see posts all the time of new episodes. So kudos to them what kind of for, what kind of show is that urban robot cat what kind of show is it uh it's kind of like us would you say gary i mean it's a it's mm. a toy podcast and they're talking about toy stuff yeah but i wouldn't necessarily say it's a designer toy podcast i mean they dabble in it i haven't listened to all of the episodes but they're a little more about the art scene rather than the toy scene like yeah two of the hosts are in the designer toy scene so they talk about production they talk to some artists quite a bit so two of the hosts are Corey from strange cat toys and the other one is travis from uvd toys and the third host is chris rwk robots will kill and he's more of a street artist so they mainly talk street art sticker art fine art and they'll dabble every once in a while talking about toy production or whatnot but i wouldn't say they're like us and that they're a designer toy podcast yeah George, is um, Behind the Counter still going on? Uh, yeah, I think we're recording um, next week. I think we're going to do a new recording. Okay. Uh, it was, it was again, like just like this show, kind of everybody taking a holiday break, and we just haven't come back yet. Ben's been out of, been out of the country, and now he's, I think he's in Vegas this week. And, but he's been, Ben does a lot of traveling, so we kind of wait for him to get back. He's the, he's the key player, so. I've seen from Instagram, it seems like for DesignerCon, they've been visiting 
several different companies trying to line things up for the next year. I saw that. I haven't, I haven't even seen. That sounds good, though. Yeah, they visited. Who did they visit? They visited um, the Hot Topic headquarters and Loungefly out there in L.A. Um, yeah. They were over in Japan. I know they were. I, I've been seeing some stories. I don't know specifically where they're at, but they were definitely over in Japan for a while checking out stuff over there. So Yeah. Yeah, they were pulling some Sufubi of that. That's what you're talking about. Several, well, two months ago, Teresa, we were talking about uh, the Clem, the Big Shot Toy Works version of Vincent. I guess they were they were over yep. there in Japan pulling that in Sufubi. Oh, yep. cool. I'm actually really hoping. I know they they have some colorways and a few ones out there available to purchase on the DesignerCon shop still. But I'm waiting. I'm hoping they'll keep doing more more colorways because I'm waiting for the right one. You'd love it, George. They were pulling flesh-colored ones at uh, at the factory. So maybe there'll be a flesh, Vincent. <laughs> uh, it looks like right now on the website there's an orange and a blue. Yeah. So that's two. Oh, well, I guess it was orange, maybe not yellow then. Um, well, maybe the yeah. orange was the flesh you're talking about? I don't know. It looks very fleshy on the site. but Maybe that's the new one they were pulling then. I don't know. But, yeah, the, yeah it looks like they are available on the Decon website right now. Okay, cool. cool. I know DesignerCon's got stuff cooking, um, so it's cool to see that they're already kind of digging in, which makes sense. And uh, show-related, five points, the tickets are up. You can start buying tickets. VIP tickets? Uh, I think the whole shebang. Let me double-check, make sure I'm not speaking out of turn. But, yeah, I think it's up. I mean, the details are obviously still uh, to come, but... That's the thing. I remember last year they put up the VIP passes, but it's one of those things where you kind of want to know what the VIP toy release is, because what they always do is a nice, really cool, exclusive toy release that goes into that VIP goodie bag. So it's like, you don't want to make that purchase until you know what that is yet. Have they revealed anything on that? No, but it does look like the tickets are up, and I am seeing all of them here. So... Uh, you know, news will trickle out slowly. I'm sure there's much more to come, but uh, no, there are there are people though, Gary, collectors that will just be on it, like VIP oh, yeah. bundle or not. They want this thing, so it's cool that they're already up there. And it's weird for the first time; it's a a May date. Usually, we're used to the beginning of June, but um, the weekend will be May 30th and 31st. <laughs> so it's kind of like, it's it's pretty much June. It is. It's just funny to me. I, I, did, I did a double take, and I was like, they changed it? It's that, May? And I was like, oh, it's just the weekend, the yeah. way it falls. It just has to be in May. Like but no, it's not $2. It's $1.99. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I it's you. May. Yes. Basically the same thing. So, well, with yeah, that, if, you, if, you're, if you're an early bird lover, tickets are there. Are you Go guys going this year? I am going. And I am not going. How about you, George? Are you going? Uh, I've never been yet, but I don't. I. I mean, who knows? This year might not. Might not be the year. No, you got family in New York. You need to take one last trip as a single, like a like a baby free person before you can just get out there and do it and check it out. Oh, uh, maybe I'll, I'll look into it. Come hang with me, George, Gary. I'm gonna miss you. I know. Work stuff. No, it's stuff. not work stuff. No, my wife has a wedding in Phoenix that same weekend. So she's already, uh, she had already booked her flight and is going out there and I'm going to stay behind and uh, watch the kiddos. 
So nice. I'm going to miss you all, and I'm going to miss that damn Hellboy pizza that Paulie G's puts out. Maybe I can find a way to express yeah. ship. Oh, great. Piece. Yeah. Put, put Umbelia that. slice. <laughs> <laughs> that's, oh, that's man. Not that's the same. Ed, Gary, we had a streak going. That's where we met. I know. In person. Three years. I'm going to miss year four. Wow. And speaking well, of which, they also announced this is going to be the 10th annual Designer Toy Awards held this year at or during Five Points Fest. Can you believe it's wow, been 10 years, George? 10 years of it? Yeah. That's insane. I know. Doesn't sound right. That's so, crazy. I, Exciting, I, though. Yeah, they always put on an amazing event, but I, for some reason, I just think they're going to just even go a little bigger for their 10th anniversary year. They should. It's a big. It's a big uh, milestone. It is. It is. You know. And speaking of which, the nomination period for the Designer Toy Awards is now open. So you can head on over to designertoyawards.com. You have to log in to be able to see all the nomination categories. But now is the time to go on and nominate your favorite company, miniseries, custom, whatever that uh, released between the dates of January first, two thousand nineteen, and December. 31st 2019 so get on there and nominate your favorite thing from last year if you can remember what it was all right well while you were while we were waiting for you to get home Gary, <laughs> yeah Teresa and i were discussing this via text we need to make a google doc that the three of us access throughout the year and then each show when wherever we're like going over stuff and be like oh this toy just came out we're you know this thing, we think this is really cool we can add it to the doc throughout the year and then like this time next year, we can pull that dock up and have an episode where we just go over all the stuff we thought was cool enough to get in. Great idea. Let's do it. Because this is the prop. So do you know how long the window goes, Gary, to nominate? I don't think I saw a date for that. So I have no okay. idea. Uh-huh. I was trying to figure that out because usually it's a, a specific window. Yeah. So if you nominate, get in there and just do it now. But um I was trying to find it, but the website doesn't say. If I find it, I'll uh, I'll mention it. But but yeah, this is the thing. So literally, you're you're thinking like we're talking about something that happened a month ago, and it feels like forever ago. It's so impossible to rack my brain and think of everything that happened last year. Like I'm I'm pulling a total blank. I'm like, was Kill Cat last? <laughs> Did it start last year? I'm like, no, no, like, that was no. Ago. It's like it's just like things I think about and. It's so hard to keep track. And I know last time we talked about this, because we talk about it every year. You know, I know, George, you had an idea that you would love if nominations were just open year round. Like if there was a way that, like, you know, in a couple months, if we see something that's awesome and we want to be in the DTAs next year, just go ahead and add it. So this doc is probably the next best way to, to track things and keep things top of mind because I don't know what to nominate. I'm, I'm, yeah, we'll never remember. Like we know, we know us. We'll never remember. But if we're writing it down every every time we think like, oh, this thing is definitely cool enough to get an award, like let's put it in a doc. Yeah, I got one top of mind. Know. I'm gonna do it when this like, ends. We can't be we can't be the only ones to, you know, not be remembering everything. And I feel that. And I would say I'll say this again. I think we've mentioned it before. You can self nominate. You like, there is no. I don't even know. I'm not even sure what word I'm trying to say. Shame. Like. There's no yeah. shame in self-nominating. Thank you. And there isn't, because exactly what we're talking about. A lot of people are going to forget what was released throughout Do all it. 2019. 
there's an upload process that a lot of people don't want to partake in. So don't rely on others to upload your stuff. If you think you did something great in 2019 and want to get recognized for it, do it yourself. Uh, the upload process is anonymous. And then a committee will then look at all the nominations and narrow it down to a small list of finalists. So go ahead. Nominate yourself. Yes. Do it. Can I, can I nominate a... Like, do you guys remember that nerd I bought for Christmas? It was they had the ones at CVS with the candy. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember those. Can oh I nominate God. that? Is that allowed? Uh, no. You're, you're, wait, you're a nerd filled with nerds? Yeah, it was that, but they're big. It's like a five inch or six inch. Like, why can't he nominate that, Gary? I don't know. I personally feel like that's it's not doesn't quite fit the bill. Because they came back out again for Valentine's Day, and now there's like a purple and a red, I think, another red. Oh, nice! I remember, they're red. They're so good. I remember you mentioning those when we went out for Designer Con weekend. I was popping in, and I never found them. Oh, you know what? And actually, someone in our scene did the sculpt. I can't. Man, last time we talked about it on the show, somebody hit me up on Instagram and said, "Hey, that was the thing I sculpted for them. I never knew it came out." Huh? So, if someone in our scene actually sculpted it. That's cool. So it should be nominated. There you I don't go. Know. Put it up for best sculpt. Ignore Gary. Do you, George? What What's going to happen at the end of the day? What you they nominate? They the the panel is going to be the one to go through stuff anyway. So they need licensed I, stuff, right? They need stuff that's. Yeah. Isn't there a licensed category? There is a licensed category. Best licensed. I, I, I'm nominating. I, it. I, the more <laughs> nominations, the better. I feel like if even if, like if you're having a George moment and you're like, should I do this? Yes, just do it. Put it out there. It's a pitch. All right, I'm nominating it. I'm going to have to like look around my stuff and figure out what to submit. I'm putting Symbiosis up there by Sad Salesman in every category. Oh, nice. Yeah. I love that freaking toy. I've, I've heard, so uh, there was a uh, Alien versus Yeti show at Mothership Toy Gallery, a.k.a. Marsham Toys Gallery. Or I said Marsham Toys. Yeah, Martian I, toys. we don't have a gallery. Um, but so uh, Eric said salesman did a custom, and it was a Yeti um, version instead of Bigfoot, like a snow Yeti version of Symbiosis. And I read some comments, and it sounds like that might be the one of the next colorways for the toy. Oh, really? Like, uh huh. Oh. Oh, more to come. Oh. Hmm. oh. Ooh, that's exciting. So we, yeah. So I, I and I think the 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 original colorway is. I know he is sold out. I've seen other stores are sold out. So I don't think there's a whole lot out there. And I'll be honest, I don't have it yet, and I'm kind of kicking myself. I probably need to go find it before it's too late because it is really good. Because it's amazing. You know what? During our two month break, did you guys make any toy purchases? Or are you looking forward to anything that you've seen? I can talk about a couple if you're. I got something off the top of my head. Let's, let's hear it. Do you remember? You remember? I think it was last ETAs. There was that Tarbus the Tardigrade that was in there. Yeah, the Greatest Showman one. Uh, it wasn't the Greatest Showman one, but it was the one. Yeah. It was just the regular little toy, like a little Japanese vinyl looking. Okay. The one you picked on. Yeah, exactly. I now own two of them. <laughs> oh my gosh! No way. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I was gonna, I was gonna mention it on the show, but I just went to the site and it looks like they're already sold out. There was a new one released by the Minifigure Militia. Um, and it's a, it's basically like a, it's, they called it the retro 3d glasses version, 
where it's like translucent red and blue like swirl and it's really cool the colorway is really cool um even though it is that little tardigrade thing crazy yeah because that was the whole that was like your a rager moment when we were talking about dta finalist or whatever and you're like this isn't a sculpt why is this in the sculpt I'm, and now I, I have now i have two of them <laughs> what's happening what's happening? Uh, i also man. have the uh this one isn't i, I mean this is, this is this is a little bit off brand but i got uh do you guys know the i think it's called fallout or whatever it's that game that like I don't even know if it's an app or a game or whatever, but the toys are all over the place in stores. Is it Fallout? Is that what the game is called? Sounds like Fallout is a game, yeah. It's a PC game. It's that one where there's like tons of different companies are doing action figures and stuff, and there's like a there's one guy that's like a banana. Did you ever see that? Oh, you know Fortnite. Fortnite, that's it. Peely. Um so I got I went to uh couple weeks ago the the horsemen were out from New Jersey on a trip out here, so I told I took him to the Funko Hollywood store because I, you know, because that place is too impressive. Everyone needs to see it. So of course, while I was in there, I had to buy the little banana Fortnite guy. Oh my gosh, he's a good one. My my nephew's obsessed with Fortnite. I'm I think I'm too old to kind of understand it, but I know it's definitely a thing. I I don't know. I don't know. I've never played the game or seen the game. I don't even know where you buy the game, but I just know that some of the characters are really cool. And I have a few of the banana guys. And then when I saw that banana one at the Funko store, I was like, I need that. It's a great one. I love a lot of the characters in that game. One of my favorites is Fish Stick. Speaking of Funko Hollywood, real quick, is it close? Like, if if people were to go to Designer Con in Anaheim, is the Hollywood store decently close? It's about an hour, but it's worth the trip. Okay. It's a hundred percent worth the trip. Plus, you can get little. Oh, we got some little soda cats too. Oh, I'm jealous. Did you get any dupes? Because I cannot find those around me. We just, uh, I only got two, um, but if I go back, I would get a bunch more because the tokens are only five bucks and you're getting a little soda cap for five bucks. So that's right. All right. If you get any dupes, let me know, George. So they, th- this is that new Paka Paka. And I'm pretty sure we talked about it on the show last year because there was the whole, oh, soda cat, uh, black seed, ripping them off stuff that was kind of around. And that's all kind of been cleared in the air. It's approved. But, yeah, there's smaller versions of the blind box versions they put out through Black Seed, and I want them. And I know select locations like ThinkGeek and GameStop are supposed to stock them, but I've checked my area, and there's just it's nothing. And I'm sure it's because I'm in Kentucky. I know. I'm in a no, weird— To be fair, I've never seen those machines anywhere at any of the like GameStops or anything around us either. Okay, so maybe I'm so going to they, they just might not be in yet. Like I'm sure they're going around slowly, probably to different stores, but— I'll tell you, the machine's cool. It's got three different miniseries inside each machine. And so, like, it's all done, like, digitally. So you're watching, like, a little animation that happens when you put the coins in. The animation's a really long animation. Like, a little too long, if you ask me. But you could skip it. But uh, So after you get after you watch it once and get your first one, you can just skip the thing and just go right to getting your toy. Oh, that sounds fun. That's what I was like. I want the experience of, like, using this machine. So maybe it'll... It'll pick up speed and kind of slowly filter its way out here. But uh, you also let brilliant me. because they made special like it's a special token. So it's of course you know I bought an extra one and just kept the token. So get yourself a five dollar coin, George. There's a fr- there's a free five bucks for them. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of of blind box stuff, do we want to talk about 
Uh, oh, I guess we can finish about uh, recent pickups. Gary, did you have any? You know what? I've, I've been buying a lot lately. I bought several things, and one of them was a Christmas purchase to myself, and one of them was a birthday purchase to myself, and they both happened to arrive this week. So the one thing that I bought for my birthday for myself was a Sofubi Globfish by Joe Summers of Squibbles Inc. It's a Caribbean blue colorway. It was only 30 bucks, and it's really cool. Like it was, I saw it. It was an instant purchase. I love it. And uh, those are actually still available on his web store at Squibbles Inc. So we'll include um, a link to that in our show notes. And the other thing that I bought, I pre-ordered for Christmas and arrived this week was a piece called Space Tower by one of my favorite design teams, Invisible Creature. And this thing is rad. It stands 20 inches tall. You have to assemble it yourself, but it's um, it's made of several different mediums. It's got wood. It's got clear acrylic uh, pieces. And it's got a little felt, little felt pennant flag on top, and it's basically their designer version of a um, Seattle Space Needle, and it's really, really cool. Only 50 pieces made. Again, it stands 20 inches tall, and it was 125 bucks. So that's actually surprisingly still available on their web store as well. So I'll include a sh- uh, link to that in our show notes because I highly recommend it. What What's the company who makes that? Invisible Creature. So go to invisiblecreature.com and check out the shop, and it's called the Space Tower. They're the ones who did that, uh, like, monster on a tank. Stinson, yeah. No, they designed several things. It's it's actually a design team. Of, their names are Dan and Ryan Clark. They're out of Washington. They work in this really cool barn that they had designed. And, uh, they're, yeah, they're called Invisible Creature, and they're one of my favorites, and they do amazing work. Oh, I can totally see that being your style. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. It, that was the one of the quickest instant purchases I ever made. I would regret it if I didn't buy that one. Oh, does it move? Uh, yeah, you can spin oh, it. I... Yeah, you can spin it. Oh, this is cool. Yeah, I think yeah this it... is like a this is architecture. Architectural. It's just an amazing design object. It's really incredibly done. I forgot to mention, they actually designed this with their dad, so it was like a family project. And um, I'm looking forward to building it. You get to you get to build it too. That'll be fun. You do, yeah. That's a that's a pricey object for you. I'm surprised. No, 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 not anymore. Kids nice. Are, kids, kids are out. <laughs> I, of, kids are out I of have... daycare. No, I got some free money now. I can start collecting oh, that's again. Good. That's good. I feel like the worlds are reversing because I see you spending more. I've noticed you've been buying more. And I have been buying less. <laughs> well, it's different We've now. Like, I, I have like an office to actually decorate at work, and like you know, that's all. I've kind of gotten more into wanting to to collect and display and and stuff like that now. So yeah. They I'm sell gonna... a pennant. Did you get it? Uh, what? <laughs> they sell a pennant. Did you get one? <laughs> oh no, I've been tempted though. Believe me. <laughs> oh man. Teresa, what about you? What have you picked up recently? Yeah, no, I mean, like I said, I've kind of, I'm in a kind of a transition period where uh, it's not a money thing. It's just a stuff thing. Like I've got a lot and it kind of hit me recently and I'm feeling the need to sort of take it all in and organize and kind of assess what I have, maybe um, sell some things, kind of clear up some space. So I've been on kind of like a strict um, sort of no spend thing this year um i i have had a few exceptions so um y'all know my love for bindlewood amanda and chris 
and uh, they had their Thimble Stump Polo Series 3 that started, and, and they have launched their fourth colorway. So they are doing a Bindlewood exclusive colorway that you can only get from them on their online store. It's called Ice Cream Social, and of course, it's it's like Primo Teresa. It's pastel prettiness. It's exactly what I love to collect, my favorite color palette. And so uh, they had a sale, I don't know, last weekend? But uh, they're releasing them individually. So each figure in the series, um, it's 150 pieces each, and they're doing a month by month. So like every month this year will be a new release for another figure in that colorway. Okay. And so I, uh, I picked up one of those. And then uh, the new Staggle Beetle that they uh, launched at Designer Con, they had a resin colorway of that. And so I picked I picked up Staggle, their little beetle. So nice. I did. Yeah, so I did get a few things. Um, I also splurged on a piece from Eric, uh, said salesman. He did you all see Mantato, the potato guy? He created? I did. Yeah, those are fun. Freaking fantastic! I love it. And I was chatting with him after he he released a six inch one, kind of a one off custom. And I was messaging him. I was like, "Oh my god, you need to make babies like tater tots or baby tatoes or whatever." And he did, and I got one of those. I had to. So it's a mini version of the large six inch that I picked up and I'm waiting for it to arrive. Nice. So I haven't seen it. But yeah, so I've had a few splurges here and there, but overall I've been, uh, I've been pretty good. I'm trying to uh, reserve myself and enjoy what I have right now. It's a new, a new year. Teresa. Is this new like, year. is this a like new year's resolution to kind of be a little better, a little more selective? Uh, maybe. I mean, it's, I, I would say yes in a way. I just, I've been looking around my house and it's so disorganized that it drives me bananas. And I'm like, all right, no more mass buying until you like look at what you have and organize what you have. And even like home project stuff. I've just been shifting around priorities and toys have just been, uh, I still love toys, obviously. I love the scene, but I'm just, uh, yeah, reassessing nice. resolution, organize and mini purge. That's okay. my goal. But yeah. Okay. You want to talk blind boxes? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So you were talking about the soda cats and that was making me think of other blinds and uh, this really cool re release that's actually uh, kicking off tomorrow. Um, it's a new Dunny series by Kid Robot. Have you all seen the crazy Red Matuka Exquisite Corpse mix and match Dunny stuff? It's been hard not to see it, even with me limiting like social media everywhere I go, Instagram, Facebook. It seems like everybody is sharing these, and they look fantastic. It looks like a really great series. So, George, are you familiar? Because I can cover the concept. Uh, I've only seen it because you guys sent the link over today for Spanky's review, and I saw so I watched a little bit of that, but that was the first time I had seen it or heard of it. Okay, so for for those listening, what's really cool about this is. It's essentially an, a new version of the Dunny platform that they haven't done before. And so uh, if you remember Andrew Bell's mix and match Android series, it's kind of that same concept where the Dunny is now broken out into three pieces, legs, torso, and head. And you can mix and match pieces from other Dunnies in the series. So you can swap heads or swap legs or swap bodies, whatever. But the thing that in, that captured me the most, and I did not expect, is when I first saw it, I figured it was kind of like a snap and lock system. 
right? Where you kind of like separate it and plug and play. And then I saw, I actually saw an Instagram story by My Plastic Cart. It's the first time I saw it, but it's not snapping lock. It's magnets. So it, it's a magnetized system. There's no like neck joint or body joint. They just connect in place. And I thought that was really, really cool and unexpected, especially since they're the same price point as every other Dunya series before that, well, in recent time, eleven ninety nine each. So I think it's really, really cool. That's great. Customizers it's- are going to love it. I think I was watching the videos and the, you're right, that magnetic snap action, it's great. Once you put the head over the body, even just even if you're an inch away, it just snaps right to it, and it almost seems seamless. It's a lot. It's very yeah. fun, good playability. Um, but what I like about the series the most, what I know most about it is there's no scope details on this series. It's just paying tribute to the, the platform itself, It's just which is cool because they have a lot of sculptors in the series, you know, Gorgocho, Map Map, uh, you know, and other sculptors, and they didn't, add any sculptural details to the dunny they just went straight in with just uh pad printed designs and they look fantastic and i think because of that the series looks a little more unison and i like it i love that the fact that there's no sculpt on these i'm mixed i i like it in the sense that what you said about uniformity and it's really clean and i think it makes the mix and match a lot easier the only thing is what you mentioned so behind this series is a collective called red matuka and i think we talked about it back when we had igor um ventura on the show what two years ago i think it was beginning of 2018 um when we came on he's part of that collective we talked a little bit about it but it's a group of essentially customizers um who joined forces and um but the thing is some of the some of the customizers in that group aren't necessarily just paint app. There is sculpting details. And so when I think about a customizer like Map Map or Gagorcho, who does that like crazy simplistic sculpt approach of like line detail, and it's just a really clean way of doing sculpt. And Map Map has a really cool sculpting technique as well. And so I love the idea that they did a like uniform pad print. It still makes me a little sad because I love to see production sculpts by them as well in their style. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, a, a real actual sculpted Dunny and then Gorgocho or Map Map style would be amazing. But I think because of they did the series and they did the interchangeability with the magnets, the only way they're going to hit that eleven ninety nine price point is by not allowing anyone any new molds. So, yeah. you know, you have sure. to make a sacrifice. But I think this sure. elevates the Dunny into an... It's, it's an evolution of the Dunny. That platform has been around for 16 years now it seems like the only way they were ever able to like take it to the next level was just a crap ton of sculpted detail to where you almost didn't recognize the platform anymore. But now they've raised it to a new level that I think is a lot of customizers are going to be really interested in. And it's just, it's, it's taken what is usually just a design object to sit in your shelf. Now I can see my, my kids would spend hours playing with these things, just mixing and matching them. I'm hoping that future series I'm hoping this isn't this magnetic thing isn't only used for this series. I'm hopefully it's used in future series. And then maybe in future series we'll be able to get some of those added sculpted details that you love. For sure. And that that's my hope too, because this particular series is not necessarily my design aesthetic. Um I it's it's really well done and I like it. And there are some designs that speak to me more than others. 
but I, I'm excited for the future and I really hope they keep doing it and they'll make, you know, exquisite corpse two, three, four, whatever, or just keep it rolling so that people can mix and match more and more. So what I can't believe what I'm hearing. Are you saying that a series called exquisite corpse is not something you'd be into? (laughs) Well, You know, the meaning of that, right? I don't, but just by looking at the series, many of the designs have like, are deteriorating flesh and oozing blood and tongues hanging out and skulls. It just doesn't seem like something the average cute collector like yourself would be into. You're right. But so exquisite corpse, uh, is actually a art thing. Have you ever seen people, um, you ever seen that doodle approach where someone will draw a head and then cover it and someone draws a body and then cover it and then someone else draws legs and then suddenly you have to create, that's what an exquisite corpse is. So it's the same idea of a head, a torso, and legs being able to swap about or be different. So it's kind of a play on that. So that's what the name is. That's cool. I had no idea. So it's fancy. It's great that Red Tuka finally has the Dunny series because all of those designers are all in on Dunny. They love the platform. And I think I saw it was on uh, Spanky Stokes' video that this has been in the works for two or three years, I think. Yeah, and I'm glad you mentioned Spanky's video because he did put out an unboxing. So if you all want to kind of see him in person, that is out there. And he's doing a giveaway for his dupes so you can get some for free. Oh, nice. I, um, I I don't know. I, of all, you're right. Like most of them aren't necessarily for me. But the one that's my favorite was actually uh, an artist that I was not super familiar with, uh, Machuca. That's uh, that's my favorite in the series too. I love that design. Yeah, yeah. It's so good. It's the one with the skull eyes and the smile. I don't know. It's kind of a perfect. It's got some of that dark aesthetic, but it's cute in a way. <laughs> Which is funny, George, because if you know the one she's talking about, it's 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 a little more simplified than the rest. So it's not as nearly as detailed. But George, in the eyes, it's big dark eyes with these skulls and set as, as the pupils. But then from the eyes is like black blood running down the face. So just by description only, you would think this is not something that Teresa would like at all, but it's actually, I've heard several people say that this is probably the favorite piece in the series. I'm looking at it now on Spanky's site and it's uh, it is, it actually has a bit of a Ragnar feel to it, which is, I could see how you would like it, Gary. Like it's got, I like it. It's definitely a good, uh, it's a, it's a good design. Yeah. But it's, yeah. it's cute. It does have a bit of a cuteness to it. It does. I don't call it blood. I don't think that that's blood. I don't. What that's is not it? What I, if it's not blood, what is it? Just drips. Black <laughs> Something's leaking out of those eye sockets. Just drips. No, it's just drips. Stop, Gary. <laughs> I, do you know who the artist is on the one that has like his his like grimacy mouth like open, like scared looking up kind of thing? Uh. A little vest on, like a little vest, like plaid vest. Plaid vest. I'm looking. Looks like there's a brown one and a blue one. Uh, oh, with the like with the teeth that are like super depth, like the yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, it's a combo piece by Louise Unreal and Tim Months. Yeah. So that was a a a, co- a collab between those two artists. If I was going to get one, I'd try and get that one. I like that one a lot. But I, I definitely want to see these in person because I think the idea of the whole three-part magnet thing is going to be really fun to play with. It's cool. Yeah. I like it I a just, lot. I will say, you know I hate seam lines, and the pants seam line is a little like, mm. 
Well, it depends. It really depends. If they ended the jeans where the, the, the seam is, you don't even notice it. So on some figures, it's a little more noticeable than others. But I, for the most part, it's done really well. I agree. I It's one of those where I'm, I'm not a fan of seam lines, but in this case, I obviously understand why it's there. And like well, I, it's also it's, supposed to be there. I mean, that's kind of right. the point of it. So. <laughs> I love the, the you know the option of having the interchangeability and just the playability of it. But do you think most people will use it like that, or do you think they'll just keep the designs pretty much as they come? No, no one's gonna no one's gonna use it. But it would be fun to see a series where it was purposely done, where like kind of like what Teresa was saying, where they're split on those seams, and you have to like you have to make the torso be a torso that will match anyone else's thing. So like some of these have like you know pant lines that go past the pants or, or like a suit, like one of them's got like a blue suit on that goes all the way down past his knees. So it's like, it doesn't really make sense to match it somewhere else, right. but it'd be cool if you like, if you had to make the torso stop at the torso, legs be just legs, head be just head. So you could mix and match things. Yeah. Like, uh, not necessarily a theme per se, but the like intended use is mixing and matching. Yeah. yeah. Like, because I, I think, like, if I, because I kind of want one, to, again, just to see it in hand. And I could see, there's a, you know, like, the, the one we talked about, might try to get that one so I can see it. But I'm hoping they'll do more. And, like, for this series, if I were to pick up, I could see myself playing with it for a bit. But I'd probably put them back to the way they were for display. <laughs> right. I think just really in a non-designer, just unpainted series of just mix and match colors would be awesome for this. You know, multiple head colors, arm colors, body, torso. That would be fun. But if, man, if they were... Speaking of series, there's another series that I saw that was really cool. The Kaiju Hunting 2 series. Have you seen that? It's by Paradise Toys. Yes. That's really nice. It's got a mix of seven different designers. And uh, the only downside is it's a blind box series. And they're $18 each. And I don't like enough of the designs. There's really only two designs of the seven that I would actually want. So I don't think I'm going to take the blind box gamble on it. There is that, we talk about it, like price elasticity. At what point is the collector like not going to make the jump? And I think once you get past that $15 price point, I'm not interested in your, your the blind box gamble anymore. What do you guys think? There's the old Gary. <laughs> i'll gladly pay 18 bucks for an open box but no i i there's the other ones i just i just don't think i would even want so i'm not gonna take i'm not gonna spend 18 bucks to potentially get a less than 50 percent chance of getting the ones i want where how do i find the thing we're looking at sorry i don't know this one um I, I, an easy way to check just where my i check my plastic heart. heart has a whole bunch of photos on their instagram um or you could also look at the paradise toys instagram uh which is paradise 2005 2005 yeah i mean they kaiju series it it's hard this is a series at least for me where i have very obvious favorites because there are some blinds where i love the majority of them and i'm good to take a gamble or um, you know, buy the whole thing. Like I'm, I'm, I've definitely bought full cases before. This is a series where, and it was the same with series one. It is with series two. I have very select ones I like. And so I'll probably do the same thing I did with series one where I didn't, I didn't take the gamble and I waited and I hunted Facebook groups and Ebays until I could find the ones I specifically was after, which was the baby. Like there was a seedless. 
in series one. So it's, it's hard. I think 18 starts to kind of get into that mm, sort of feeling of like, mm, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it. Unless you look at the series and you say, Hey, I like a lot of these. I'm cool with whatever I pull. I can see maybe doing it if I was at a convention and I was in the, in the moment of enthusiasm of purchasing, but I'm not going to also pay $18 plus shipping to have it online sent to me. That's just, you know, what shipping on that would be another five bucks. It'd be really a $23 gamble. And that's just too much, too much. Doing it in person or in a store would also give you the ability to swap, which I always love when they have a display item. So, um, but what are your, what are your faves? I, again, (laughs) I do. Yes. I I do like that. And I like the instinct toy. Um, Oh, I forgot when that Monster one's called. Monster Fluffy. Monster Fluffy. Those are my two favorites. I would go for those. If those were open, bo- if those were open bagged, I would, I would get those. That's no my doubt. pick, and I, you'd think I'd probably like the Shoko Kilala. I think is what it's called. It's a hunter girl, but I can't. Okay, she's wearing a seedless head. She killed seedless. I can't do it. <laughs> I I didn't see it that way, but there was something about that design, and I usually love everything Shoko does. There was just something about that one that just is lacking the appeal that I find in all her other toy designs. I say I can't do it because in my mind she hunted seedless and killed him and wore it on her head. I can't do it. Every time I look at it, I'm like, no. Is it only because it's more of a human character though? Because what about the one where Kassing Lung did the Lububu seedless collaboration? Did you see that one as a hunting headdress of uh, seedless? Lububu wearing. I'm trying to think of the one you're talking about. Yeah. The collaboration between Shoko and uh, Kassing Lung. Why am I hardcore blanking on this, Gary? No, I, I know that you know what I'm talking about. I feel like I should know what, but I cannot picture it. I'm trying to scroll through feeds and find it because I'm feeling oh, that's a little. It's older. It's probably two, three years old. It's been around. You actually, you actually entered a lottery for this, I think, last year. <laughs> What's it called? How do I find it? <laughs> It was a Shoko Kossing Lung. Yeah. While you're looking it up, I'll tell you, I don't know any of these characters. Like, I don't, like, I've heard you guys say LeBooBoo a million times on here. <laughs> um, me just looking at it, I think I, the one I would gravitate towards would be that Click, I think its name is, that little bat looking guy. Oh, is that Course Toys did that one, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, that would be the one I, if I was just going to pick a random one out of this, if I had to pick one, I'd probably pick that. Either that or that monster fluffy. That's kind of cool too. Okay, and I figured it out. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. And that one's different. That is like a, it's like when someone puts on like a bunny onesie, like it's an outfit. So I think I think of it as Lububu in a Byron outfit, not necessarily that Lububu killed Byron or anything, or like skinned him and wore him. I see that as cuter. This. This one, because maybe it's because it's a hunter and it's not like a full suit. Yeah. But it gives me the impression that like she hunted and killed Seedless. Not that she's like dressed up as it. Okay. There's the difference. I can see that. Let me ask you this. George, have you, if I said dog, dog, bang, bang, what would you think? You're having a stroke? <laughs> Teresa, do you know what dog, dog, bang, bang is? Yeah, it's an artist. 
<laughs> I, I just learned that. I was at My Plastic Heart scrolling, and there it was, the new artist, Dog Dog Bang Bang. But these are the foodie dinosaurs that I saw people walking around with at uh, DesignerCon. I know you picked up a few, and they're on sale at My Plastic Heart for $13.99. Yeah. I'm going to, when we're done here, I'm going to go pick up a few. These are awesome. Oh, my God. They're flipping adorable. Dog, I was dog, so peng, peng. Is that what you just said? Dog, 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 bang, peng. Dog, dog, bang, peng. By to- it's, it's a toy called Foodie Dinosaur by Toy Zero Plus. All right. I don't know how to get you the link, but I'll send here. you a picture. Here, I'll, send, text I'll, chat. I'll send it to you through chat. Hold on. I'm on my phone. But no, the, here so. It comes. They, I'm glad that they restocked because they used to have stock and I was in kind of this one of like, I need to hold, I need to hold, I need to hold. And I missed the chance to buy it from some U.S. retailers, like a strange cat or my plastic cart. And so I was kicking myself. And then when I was at DesignerCon, I found out that a booth there was selling some and they only, they only had a few. And of course, my favorite thing, they had some on display. So you had the ability to swap if you pulled one you didn't want. And I ended up picking two of them. I got the cute little triceratops with a boba tea and the uh the kind of minty blue one with like a little fried shrimp oh my god they're they're the cutest i might it has the option to buy the whole thing bag or jar of eight i might do a jar of eight and i do i do not want you can pick right no no I, i don't care about the chase but you can pick whether you want it to be opaque or glitter or transparent so, I don't okay, want. So I don't here, want the. Don't here, trans- here's how it works. Terrible. No, no, I don't like transparent. I don't like glitter. I just I want straight up opaque toys. Yeah. So here, here's how. Here's how it works, Gary. So the main six, the non-opaque pastelli looking ones. If you buy the jar of eight, you will get those six, and then the remaining two are chases. Meaning it will be either the uh, like white glitter or the clear colored dino that glows okay i don't want to pay for those so do i not get the jar of eight and just gamble eight uh just you get, just get I six mean, blind boxes get the jar of eight I, and solve two of them yeah uh, just give them to me i'll take them huh. All right, I, they're not maybe. they're not my cup of tea either but that's how it works that's that's how it's set up i mean it's like it's honestly uh, it's a pretty common model for Toys R Us Plus because they've done, um, and I don't mind it because, okay, we we know there's the blind, the blind box system where it could be like Kid Robot or Super Plastic where it's like crazy ratios, right? And if you buy a case, you still may not get every piece. That kind of sucks sometimes, right? Yeah. And then there's the new model where, let's say there's 12 figures. If you buy a case of 12, you get all 12. That's great. Then there's this sort of, um. I guess Pop Mart style or Toys R Plus style where you buy a case, sometimes you might have a chance at a hidden or you'll get the regular set plus then like one or two chases. And that's the model they're following is you'll get the set plus you'll get a few fun extra ones. Mm. So if you take the gamble of just six, someone's going to go in that jar and just pull out six. And it's possible two of those six are going to be the glittery clear ones that you don't like. Lame. Why are chases always so ugly? People love chasing the chases, but for the most part, chases, personally, I never find appealing. I don't want glitter, gold, chrome, bleh. Is it good? Oh, oh, there's three hidden. There's a jelly edition, a glow-in-the-dark edition, and a glitter. And I don't want either of those. I want none of those. I just want the straight-up cute opaque ones. 
Well, well if, you'll you get get extra, it. if you get an extra one of the popcorn guy, no matter what color he is, I'll buy him. I like a little popcorn. Okay, deal. Just buy the jar of eight, Mr. Moneybags. I'll send it to and... you as a, little, as a little baby gift, George. Oh, <laughs> Only the popcorn gonna... guy, no other one. I'll, 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 I'll send you the blue popcorn guy for the baby blue baby. Are you going to start a toy show for George Jr.? A toy like a, I think she said a toy show. <laughs> a toy show or shelf? Shelf. Like, are you going to have a little a little toy gallery in George Jr.'s room? And over time, you can, like, give him certain color styles and you give him a little collection and he grows up with it? No, I wait till he's old enough to buy his own toys. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. You're going to want to buy that kid everything. You're going to give him the world. And please tell me you're going to call him George Jr. Nope. <laughs> No. Not telling you any name, any name things. We're not telling any names. Good call. That's a very, very smart thing to do. I don't care what you call him. I'm gonna call him George Jr. <laughs> I just wanted. To, that's what I was doing because it's just fun. But I was. You were talking about um, baby toys. You could get a baby themed dinosaur from Half Toys for George Jr. Those are pretty cool. Have you Dino- seen these? It's a Kickstarter. Yeah, I remember the original half toys. Those are great. And so they basically taken those and put diapers on them. And it's a Kickstarter campaign, George, and it's doing extremely well. I have not. That has not even come across my world. What is it? Half toys? Half. Yeah. Half toys. H-A-L-F. Uh, if you search half toys on Kickstarter, you'll find oh, it. I'll search half toy babies. But it's it's not just that they put diapers on it, Gary. They're also cute, like smaller and cutified. And they come with a crib. Yeah. Oh, I didn't and realize it came with a crib. I watched the video, but yeah. I must have missed that. Oh, yeah, they're getting money for that. They're like puzzle pieces. So the the Half Toys concept is that you get kind of like the skeleton of the dinosaur, and then you have a, kind of like a clamshell thing, I guess, where you piece the dino on top of it. And it's that same concept. So it's the skeleton, the sides of the dino, and then a little diaper that snaps on. So the diaper is actually a separate piece and I've thought about doing it and just leaving the diaper off just because it's like a cutified mini dino figure. What if it doesn't hold together without the diaper? It has to. It looks like the diaper is part of what makes it work. Like it's the back of the back half of them for most of them. Oh, Maybe got, it is. They got other animals too, not just dinosaurs. Yep. Little baby animals. Well, wow, those are so not my style. I just was thinking baby Georgie might like them. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to see, I guess. <laughs> if, you, if you scroll through, Gary, you can see how they're they're little, like they're miniaturized compared to the first series. Huh. They're like babified. Babified. All right. I, babified. Might, I might dip into this too. Gary. Give a, little, give a little backer support. I like this version of you. I'm going to live through you now. You got to live through me for a while. Now we're going to turn the tables. Just fill me in. Show me your mail calls. You need to, I want you to get to the point where I was, where you go on vacation for your week and you come back and there's like three bins of stuff for you to pick up from the post office. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's a great deal. Only 10 bucks. Yeah. So anyway. Uh, Yeah. So if you're interested, go to Kickstarter and search baby dinos by half toys. Those are pretty cool. They've already met their uh, funding, and how many days left? Fourteen days take fourteen days to go. At time of record, so by the time you're hearing this, that's 
what, um, maybe 10 days to go? Sounds good. All right, guys. Well, that is an hour. Let's wrap this up. Good talking with you. Good catching up. Wow, that went quick. Yeah, that's what happened. This was fun. fun. I know. We're back. Look, you all, we're back. And we're not, this is not going to be our only 2020 episode. There will this be. See you next year. <laughs> <laughs> we might be a little more sporadic. I did, I did mention that I did enjoy the break. I liked having the weekends where I didn't have to think about podcasting and, and all that. So maybe we'll jump on. Like if there's a lot of stuff that happening that week that we really know that let's jump on and talk about all this exciting stuff that we're seeing, or maybe we'll, you know, go the every, uh, two week route. Just play it by ear. Let's we'll no, let's no longer commit to the weekly platform that we've been doing. No pressure. Uh, no pressure. No, yeah. Exactly. We're we're in a no pressure, no chill. But we won't let this just be a one and done. We're, we're the train is back at the station. We've chugged on out. We're gonna keep on rolling. That's right. Okay. You know, there's something I want to mention next week. I've I already see it in our doc. And it's something that I love. I'm going to mention it now. A new toy designed by Yum Yum London. And it's a jelly sandwich toy. It's a, basically a piece of bread with jelly on it riding a skateboard. And it's awesome. And I want them to produce that. Is that a peak for next week? And we'll talk about it then? Or should we let's, look this up now? Let's talk about next week because there's other things that they teased in the past that I would like to bring up and, and revisit. Because All right, let's review it. Let's review it during the week, and we'll come back and talk about it next week. Sounds good. And I have, I have a bone to pick with them. So yeah, okay. Ooh, get I'm ready. Get ready. Back. Spicy Teresa's back. <laughs> it's coming. I'm raising the bar. We're going from mild to medium. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all. Let's wrap this up. Why don't you, each of you take the, a break and a brief? Damn, I am rusty. Why don't each of you take a, a moment and let our listeners know where they can find you? Teresa, go first. Yep. Find me on Instagram, tmhawk24. I have not posted since last year. I st- I'm still alive. I'm just uh, busy, but I'm around. Find me there. George. And I'm still at Double G Toys on Instagram, and I, too, have not really posted much. So uh, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I am Gary Ham. You can find me at Gary Ham on Instagram or visit superham.com. If you happen to be a fan of the Whooper Loopers, I still have some available in the shop. It's the Salmon Sunset Colorway. This is the last of run of all Sofubi Whooper Loopers. I won't be making any more, so if you're a fan of them, now is the time to get them. Otherwise, this has been the Marsham Toy Hour. We're going to try to do this... When we can. When we want to. Because we want to. <laughs> yeah. When we so. want to, because we want to. <laughs> all right, so until our next transmission, we're signing off. Bye. Bye.